Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you're in, I sure do appreciate y'all joining me and giving me a little bit of your time. I'm sure that you have other things that you could be doing, so thank you, and hopefully it helps your day. Maybe go a little bit smoother for uh, a few minutes and uh, or get you through something. Diapers or dishes or vacuuming or working on fence or hauling stuff up and down the road. Conference periods. Lunches, sitting on the porch in the evening, whatever it is. For those of y'all that continue to share the podcast, and help it to grow. Thank you so much. I'm incredibly grateful for that, humbled by it. I will try and use your time wisely. Not a whole lot to report on the homestead. Uh, We had to dispatch a chicken snake. We got the chicks in recently, and they're still inside right now, but they're going to be outside and there was about a five and a half or six foot long chicken snake waiting for them in the little area where we put the chicks. My wife was not pleased to say the least. And other than that, I think that's about it. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record this podcast. Thank you for the people that listen to it and share it. Be with them and their families. Guide them. Bless them. Help them to do your will. Thank you for living in this country, in America. All the blessings and the bounty that you have bestowed upon us. Thank you for the time that you've given us to turn this country around. Forgive us for our sins. Forgive us for going so far down this path when we have so much more, so much incredibly more than so many other places and people around the world. Forgive us for taking it for granted. In your son's name we pray. Amen. So we're going to go to someone that we've talked about before on the podcast, but it has been quite a while, and that is Alexis de Tocqueville. Uh, For those of y'all who are familiar with him or who aren't, uh, he was a French statesman that came over uh, early, middle part of, well, the 1830s, and he wrote a work entitled Democracy in America uh, that has been described at different points as the most comprehensive and penetrating analysis of the relationship between character and society in America that has ever been written. And so we're going to read a little bit uh, from him. And... Oh, sources. 
Uh, again, today pulling from America's God and Country Encyclopedia of Quotes, uh, quotations. Phenomenal resource. I can't harp on it enough. The Founder's Bible and the Patriot's Bible. If you don't have a copy of each of those, I highly recommend them. Well, here we go. Upon my arrival in the United States, the religious aspect of the country was the first thing that struck my attention. And the longer I stayed there, the more I perceived the great political consequences resulting from this new state of things. In France, I had almost always seen the spirit of religion and the spirit of freedom marching in opposite directions. But in America, I found they were intimately united and that they reigned in common over the same country. So this is the thing that uh, a lot of people, particularly the left, don't like to, but even some that consider themselves on the right, uh, patriots who would consider themselves patriots don't like to acknowledge, and that is you can't have America without Christianity. And you can't have it because you cannot have freedom and liberty without the Spirit of God. New Testament tells us that clearly, and we've seen it clearly. You can go back to, I can't remember again if this is uh, Truman or FDR talking, but I'm paraphrasing horribly here. The more in line we are with the principles of the Bible of God, of Christ, the better version of ourselves we have been throughout our history as a country. So the farther away we get from God, the more we reject him, the worse and worse we get. And, and you know, that's just blatantly obvious today to anybody that's paying attention. We have kicked God farther and farther out of our institutions, particularly the education of our youth and, and the culture that really affects them. You know, you think of kids' TV shows, you think of entertainment that's targeted toward them. And you look back over the last 80 years or so since the Supreme Court decision, the abominable separation of church and state decision, and you see just this downward trend, not only in academics, but in character, in actions, you know, you look at the generations that have become adults as we've started to move farther and farther away from God, and we're not improving. Uh, and what what people like to refer to as the fringe is no longer the fringe. And so back in the 1800s already, the Tocqueville, he, he saw this, you had to have Christianity tied to freedom. And, and I use Christianity here when he used religion, and you'll see why. Uh, because at this point in the country, as in our founding, when they talked about religious freedom, when they referred to religion, they were referring to Christianity. Uh, and that just kind of goes back to the comments that we've talked about with the Supreme Court justices that have commented on the First Amendment and the Constitution in general, uh, there was never any idea of lowering Christianity to the level of false religions or atheism, which is still in and of itself a false religion. 
but simply to keep the different denominations of Christianity from infighting. Religion in America must be regarded as the foremost of the political institutions of that country. For if it does not impart a taste for freedom, it facilitates the use of it. Indeed, it is in the same point of view that the inhabitants of the United States themselves look upon religious belief. I do not know whether all Americans have a sincere faith in their religion, for who can search the human heart? But I am certain that they hold it to be indispensable to the maintenance of Republican institutions. This opinion is not peculiar to a class of citizens or a party, but it belongs to the whole nation and to every rank of society. Uh, here again, folks, uh, this is such a huge general generic point. Uh, it's so important and it's so, so broad. It doesn't matter. Well, it does. It matters to your eternal salvation. It matters to you as an individual extremely. In fact, you can easily and should make the argument that it's, it's the most important aspect of all this. It's the most important part is whether you choose to follow Jesus Christ or not. But the two sides of the coin that we talk about so often Religious freedom, freedom of worship, freedom to worship God or a false God or no God. Our founders knew that that had to be given, but they also knew at the same time that if we didn't choose to follow the principles of Christ, our republic would be lost. And that's what de Tocqueville is saying here. That's what he's observing. I don't know whether all Americans have a sincere faith, right? You don't know anybody's heart. So most of the time we don't even know our own heart, right? But he said, I'm certain that they hold it to be indispensable to the maintenance of Republican institutions. And it's, this isn't just the view of one class or one party, but it belongs to the whole nation, to every rank of society. We have to have Christianity. It has to be the center of our Republican lifeblood because all of our institutions are based on that. We cannot have our free institutions without those principles of Jesus Christ. So cannot recommend it enough. Uh, I mean, <laughs> just cannot uh, above all things dig down and, and, and search for God and Jesus Christ and, and you will find them. But if you're going to refuse to do that, at least have the honesty to look back at the history of our country and acknowledge that as a country, we can't have freedom and liberty and our free institutions without Christian principles at the center of those institutions. And again, education, the military, both great examples, uh, front and center right now in our country. The sects, different denominations that exist in the United States are innumerable. They all differ in respect to the worship which is due to the creator but they all agree in respect to the duties which are due from man to man. Each sect adores the deity in its own peculiar manner, but all sects preach the same moral law in the name of God. Moreover, all the sects of the United States are comprised within the great unity of Christianity 
and Christian morality is everywhere the same. So uh, again, this is such a great point because he's observing what we talk about so often on this podcast, what used to be blatantly obvious to everyone, what should still be today, except that we don't do a very good job of educating or really of being interested in being educated. And that is that when they're talking about religion at the founding of our nation, these documents, the words of our founders, uh, de Tocqueville's observations, they're talking about Christianity. When they, when they say religion generically to give freedom of worship, they mean that within the unity, within in the confines of Christianity, in the sense, in the sense that yes, all men have you have the ability to be Jewish or Islam or Buddhist or Hindu or atheist. However, as far as our institutions go, they are Christian, and, and they have to be. And, and when they're talking about again the First Amendment. Uh, these privileges that they're giving, this this protection, this defense, the, the First Amendment itself, it was written to keep these different denominations from fighting. You know, in de Tocqueville, the second sentence, or third in this little section, all the different denominations of the United States are comprised within the great unity of Christianity, and Christian morality is everywhere the same. The principles of Christ the morality of Christianity, that is what is the base of our country. Nothing else, no other religion, uh, no pagan republicanism from the Roman Empire, uh, no deism or whatever else you want to use. It's, it's the principles of Jesus Christ. That's the base of our country. And, and when we don't have that, when we've gone away from that, as we have today in education, in our military, and so many of our different institutions, uh, we lose that. Not only do we lose that tie to our founding, but we we're gonna we lose our freedoms and our liberties, and you, you can see those being eroded away today. And this is why uh, one of the reasons, and then I'll wrap up here real quick. <clears throat> this is why the base of why the school choice movement is gaining such traction, even if the really big proponents of it don't understand it themselves. The bottom line is public education in America can't function without God and the Bible at its core. Uh, we've talked about that often on this podcast, our founders from Fisher Ames to even Thomas Jefferson and others. Uh, you just can't have it. And so we've tried to do that. We've tried to create this education system that doesn't have God in it, and it's failing. And so now everybody's scrambling to, well, okay, what's the solution? And the only solution that's got any permanence is put God and the Bible back in the center of education, in the center of our public institutions as a whole. We'll do some more uh, de Tocqueville next couple days. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages if you're married. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it. <laughs>